You're now tuned in to the Week 17 Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Amelie, both from the cross, and Stat Guy Mad. Remember, trust no one except for these, except for these, except for these guys. Hello there, fantasy footballers. Welcome to Week 6 of 17, and we are here for our first podcast of the week. I'm your host, Fourth from the Cross. You can call me Fourth for short. And it's your boy, Amaline. We back for another week. Let's get it. Let's get it. Stat guy Matt here. Had some technical difficulties earlier, but I'm I'm trying to recover here. Nice, nice. So we have a special guest later on today that goes by the name of Dan. <laughs> He's uh, he was the only undefeated team in our league, but he took his first L this past week. Um, besides that, though, how did everybody else do? Man, I got a two-game winning streak in our league, and I think I got the momentum now, and I'm gonna keep getting these Ws. Yeah, I had a I had a decent projected total. I'm supposed to put up 98 points, um, but I I ran into a you know buzzsaw here in uh, in King Sack put up put up 142 on me. I I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. Yeah, man, uh, King Sack, he's uh, he's doing his thing this year. Uh, I'm a lean man. I'm rooting for you to get this next dub, but you play me, man. And, you know, I just can't let that shit happen. (laughs) Hey, it's like I said. It's like I said earlier. You ain't nothing to me no more. You ain't made the playoffs in two years. All right. So (laughs) don't tell anybody that, man. They're going to stop listening to our podcast, dude. Hey, there's, uh, there's a lot. Hey, you know, but hey, we got a lot of competition. All right, there's a. This yeah. is a solid, solid league. All right. Yes. Solid, yep. solid as fuck. All right, fellas. Well, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Waiver wire gold. All right, y'all know how it goes. We're looking for that gold. We're looking for that fool's gold. We're going to go ahead and start with the QBs. Uh, injuries, we have none that I can think of. Uh, first guy on our list is Jameis Winston from the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think we already kind of talked about him last week, so we'll just move forward. I think he was, uh, what was he, gold or, or fool's gold? I don't remember. Yeah, one thing you got to look at, too, is uh, he's going against Atlanta's defense. So if you, if you are hurting that quarterback, it might be a good start. All right, there you go. Next guy on our list, Joe Flacco. Baltimore Ravens. I mean, he didn't have uh, I, I, how can you say that? He didn't have the best of his days of the season, but um, right now he has eight touchdowns and three interceptions in five games, and he does play the Titans this week. Guys, uh, to me, I don't think he's a he's a good pickup. Uh, last week, I know he, he laid an egg. He had, I think he only had eleven fantasy points. Uh, he's only been over twenty points twice this year. Uh, if you really need a quarterback and this is your guy, guys, uh, I think you're 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 really hurting. Yeah, this guy. If you're adding him, you're just you know shuffling the bottom of your bench. This isn't a. This is certainly not a power move. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Uh, moving on, next quarterback. I think we might have covered him before too. It's Mitch Trubisky. Um, threw five touchdown passes in the first half and finished with six on the day in his last game before the bye week. I mean, what's up? Do, do we need to talk about this guy still? Or I'll let you get that, Matt, since uh, you like you like these Bears. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the Bears. I, I I think he's probably in similar territory to Flacco. You you could you can go out and grab him. He'll give you a decent game every once in a while, but it's it's not anybody that you can that you can trust to you know take over in a pinch. 
Yeah, they they do play Buffalo week nine, so you might look at him the week before that. <laughs> One good game. <laughs> so, yeah. I will endorse streaming him in week nine. Mm. <laughs> it's all good. All right, next we're going to our running backs. couple of injuries we can go over. Uh, big one, Matt Breida with the ankle. I don't think he's going to be playing this week coming up, so um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Saquon Barkley, he hurt his back. After the game, he said he was fine. Carrion Johnson uh, with an ankle injury. Matt, is he is he going to play? Do you know? Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. I think he he probably uh, would have been available if they if they really needed him, but uh, fortunately they held Green Bay far enough off that uh, they could kind of rest him. And we've got a we're on a bye this coming week, so thinking long term, he'll be fine after the bye week. Okay, and Leonard Fournette, he got the hamstring still that keeps lingering. I don't know. I think they might just shut this guy down for the season. Jay Ajayi got the knee. He is out for the season for sure. He's on IR. And, of course, Le'Veon Bell will be back in week eight. We'll see what he does. So, first guy on our list, of course, Matt Breida is out. So, we're looking to Alfred Morris from the San Francisco 49ers. He rushed 18 times for 61 yards, caught three passes for 30 yards, and their loss to the Cardinals. Talk to me. Uh, he's a good pickup. And, you know, maybe look at it at the buys. But I'm looking at the schedule uh, right now, they're going against Green Bay this coming week. And then they got a tough one against the Rams. And and then after that, it looks kind of easy. You got the Cardinals and you got Oakland and then the Giants. So I won't start in these two weeks, but maybe, you know, maybe look at it in week eight. Sounds like gold, right, Matt? Yeah, I think so. He's kind of a guy you stash and hope that he benefits from all these extra touches he's going to get. All right. So next guy, Ronald Jones, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Buccaneers run up. He, uh, he received 10 carries, 29 yards, and lost a yard on one target in their last game before the bye week. What do you think, Matt? Um, this is another guy that is maybe worth some sort of a speculative ad. He's certainly not anybody um, you know that's proved anything so far. So uh, yeah, if, if you've got a bad running back on your team and you're looking to shake things up, uh, this guy could provide a spark, but there's not been any you know, sign that he's going to do anything great just yet. Okay, we'll give him the ding. Uh, next guy, Mike Davis with the Seahawks. He rushed 12 times for 68 yards and a touchdown. I think uh, you might, guys might have called him fool's gold last week, but I picked him up anyways. Talk to me, Amelie. Mike Davis, man, pick him up. Keep him on your bench. Give him, give him another week. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna go off against Oakland. Then they got a bye, and then they go they go to Detroit after that. Uh, I'm looking at him as a stash on the bench, and I'll see how it goes because it looks like him and Carson are still getting you know they're sharing reps over there. All right, uh, next guy Latavius Murray from the Vikings finished with 11 carries, 42 yards on the ground, and two receptions for 14 yards through the air. Talk to me, Matt. Yeah, I'm hoping that this is not a good ad as a Delvin Cook owner. I'm. I'm I'm assuming he's on the list because obviously Delvin Cook has not been on the field. So uh, he's a good ad temporarily. Uh, I don't think that Delvin Cook's dealing with anything long term. So don't bank on this guy for more than a few weeks. All right. Next up, Wendell Smallwood. Of course, Jai was injured. He rushed three times for 27 yards and caught three passes for 44 yards and a touchdown. What's up, Amelie? This guy's going to be the number one pickup this week. Wendell Smallwood. He's the leading He's going to be the leading back to the Eagles now that uh, Ajayi's out. And then you got Sproles. He's out, too. And Corey Clement, he, he's the starting running back out there now. And, and he showed that, you know, he could take the load. To me, he's a good pickup. Nice. 
All right. Uh, and guy we talked about already, I think, was Alfred Blue. But this week he had 46 yards on 20 carries. Not so well. Uh, he caught all eight of his targets for 73 yards, though. Talk to me, Matt. I mean, I feel like I should throw this to a Texans guy, but I mean, this is a beneficiary of an injury. Is that is it not? Is Lamar Miller's got a chest injury? Is that right? Yeah, right. And do yeah. keep in mind, Deontay Foreman is on his way right. back. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I can just roll this one right into the next guy. Dante Foreman's the next guy. Listen, I, I don't know what to think about either of these guys. Dante Foreman hasn't shown you know, what he's capable of coming off of an injury. Maybe you guys have some insight into this, these guys as a pair. Yeah, they- I mean, I'm stashing, I'm stashing Foreman, but I mean, like you said, I'm just kind of hoping he comes back well from that injury. Yeah, yeah Go ahead, we talked Amelie. about this uh, what was it, yesterday, and you know, Achilles injury is nothing to play with, especially if you're a running back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, I, it's, it's a risky move. I, st- I still feel even with Foreman being back, Miller will be the starting running back. But right now, the Texans running game, it doesn't look too good. So what are we calling this? Fool's gold, gold. Which, what, what are we looking at? I'm going with fool's gold. Yeah, I wouldn't dare touch it. All right, so next running back, Frank Gore for the Dolphins. He led the Dolphins with 12 carries, 63 yards. Um, That's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan of Frank Gore, if for no other reason that he's stealing carries from Kenyon Drake, and that's one of my favorite things to talk about on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Which Kenyon Drake, he did his thing this past week. Thank thank you, Kenyon. I, I, uh, I threw him into my lineup last minute just because I felt like he might go off. Well, you better see. You better. You, these both of these guys deserve a sit this week because they're going against the Chicago Bears. So to me, it's food gold. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt. This your boy, man. Legarrette Blunt from the Lions. Uh, I mean, he had what a pair of one yard plunges into the end zone, yep. but only twenty two rushing yards on twelve carries. Go Lions! We got a we got our third consecutive win over the Packers. Legarrette Blunt, Blunt scored twice, but I'm not going to add him on my team. Uh, he only had 12 carries. That's that's not insignificant, but he's not in for passing downs. Theo Riddick takes that, and uh, so on Johnson is eventually going to get this. I don't think this is good long term. He was a beneficiary of uh, some goal line carries this past week, but. He's not somebody that I would ever dare use as anything more than maybe a flex. All right. So moving on to wide receivers. Uh, the only two injuries that I know about, maybe you guys can add on, but I think uh, these are the only ones I remember were Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup, both with concussions. Do y'all have anybody else I missed? No, nah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, so let's jump right into it. Uh, first guy on our list, Mohamed Sanu for the Falcons. Caught four or seven targets for 73 yards and a touchdown, man. What's up? Man, this guy is, is somebody somebody out over there in the Falcons is stealing Julio Jones' touchdowns because Julio Jones still ain't scored a touchdown this year at all, okay? And looking at Mohamed Sanu's, man, this guy is putting up some pretty decent numbers, but I, I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not feeling it too much. I just, to me, it's a fool's gold. What about Calvin Ridley? I mean, you think, uh, I know a lot of people added him. I mean, do you think he's favored over Sanu still, or is Sanu yeah. uh, overtaking that again? I think they're still probably going to stick with, with Ridley as, as the young guy until it really fails as an experiment. But, I mean, Sanu's not a bad backup. I just, I, yeah. until they figure out what they're doing there, it feels a lot like the number two spot in Tampa Bay or something like that where you have no idea. Uh, from one week to the next, if it's the new guy or the guy who's been there. Yeah, all I can say is these guys are stealing Julio Jones' touchdowns. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, fool's gold, not fool's, fool's gold. gold. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next guy, D.D. Westbrook. I think we talked about him before. Three passes on five targets for 55 yards. I mean, I'm not even going to let y'all talk about this. <laughs> Robbie Anderson from the Jets. Uh, caught three of his team. Uh, man, I don't know. He, five targets for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, man, I, I've seen Robbie perform like this before. What do y'all think? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a fool's gold here. And I'm looking at the previous weeks. You know, week before he had 18 the week before he had 22, and I'm talking about receiving yards. You know, I think, um, yeah, it's against the Denver, but I, I don't know. I, to me, he don't deserve a starting spot or a, a uh, you know a bench spot anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think one. Get, don't let one good week fool you. This guy hadn't put up more than one or two points for the previous three weeks. You know. Yeah, guys, if you're looking for Deshaun Jackson's fantasy football twin brother, it's Robbie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next guy, Dante Moncrief with the Jags. Six passes on 15 targets. Damn, that's that's a lot of targets. That's horrible. 76 yards only. Okay, uh, what's up? Uh, he's put up pretty decent numbers, but I still don't trust Blake Bortles, and I don't trust none of these wide receivers if that's the guy that's throwing at them. So to me, it's a fool's gold. All right, so Ryan Grant with the Colts. Uh, caught six and nine targets for 58 yards in the Colts week five loss to the Patriots. What's up, Matt? I've I've been pretty hard on the Colts offense all year. I, I don't I wouldn't start this guy. Uh, he's a guy who's once again, we're only talking about him because of some injuries to T.Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle. That's like that's got to be the majority of their catches when those two guys come back. This guy's not going to hardly get any looks. I think they've got some other competition there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this, this is fool's gold. Next guy. I think we brought him up uh, maybe a week or two ago. Mr. Christian Kirk with the Cardinals caught only three passes, but for 85 yards and a touchdown. I mean, sounds like the new John Brown. What do you think, uh, Amelie? Uh, he went against San Francisco. San Francisco is one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. It's fool's goes to me. All right. Marcus valdez Scantling. Uh, for the Packers, I mean, he was filling in a void, seven receptions for 68 yards and three-yard touchdown reception. He was actually targeted 10 times out of the 52 pass attempts by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, he he, he had a good single week, but um, yeah, this was another one. You had two receivers that were missing with, uh, uh, with the Packers, so uh, this isn't going to be consistent, and I'll always hate on the Packers. This guy should not be on the list. <laughs> It seems like this was the only guy that actually did something against your squad, right? Yeah, our secondary did not look good, but it didn't matter. Aaron Rodgers had almost no weapons. All right, man. Fool's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, next guy, Cortland Sutton. I know he's probably sitting on a couple of people's bench, but, I mean, he's still out there on some waiver wires. I think he's actually pretty good, but he, I don't know. He's not producing as much as he needs to. He only had 18 yards and one touchdown on six targets. Who's gold? <laughs> Short and sweet. I like it. Uh, Josh Reynolds for the Rams. He caught two of his three targets for 39 yards and had a 10-yard rush during the 33-30 win over Seattle. As soon as, uh, you know, Cup and Cooks went out, he kind of started shining. Yeah, I like the Rams passing game, but I had no idea who this guy was before this game, and he's still not worth adding. Fool's gold. <laughs> Chester Rogers from the Colts. Uh, (laughs) 
I mean, he brought in eight of 11 targets for 66 yards only, though. He also returned two punts for 38 yards. You know what? I'm going to call this one. Uh, David Moore for the Seahawks. Hauled in three passes for 38 yards and two scores. Sorry, David. Rashard Higgins with the Browns. We talked about Rashard. Uh, this week, it looks like he caught a couple more passes for 66 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you think he's worth a stash on the bench? No. Sorry, Rashard. You're a Brown. That's where you really messed up. <laughs> All right, so tight ends. A uh, couple of injuries. I know OJ Howard's still out with the knee. Tyler Cross from the Bengals is now out with the foot. I don't know how long that's going to last. And Austin Safaris Jenkin is uh, pulled some kind of core muscle or tore some kind of core muscle, and I think he's out for the season. Um, only tight end we have listed here because everybody in your league probably owns them all at this point with, at the rate that they're all getting hurt is CJ Uzoma from the Bengals. Um, he, <laughs> he caught two passes for 43 yards in the team's 27-17 win over the Dolphins. Is he worth a pickup? I wouldn't touch a Bengals tight end. They can't, none of them can stay healthy. We talk about a new Bengals tight end every week. Yeah, he might get hurt this week too, so. Preach, preach. <laughs> at, the, at the rate they're going, everybody, all the tight ends in Cincy are dropping. Yeah, they're going to have to pick up somebody from the waivers, man. It's getting rough. But all right, yeah, fool's gold. No tight ends for you guys this week. You know, we're just going to pray for you. <laughs> all right. So moving on, we come to our uh, one of our favorite segments of every podcast or every uh, Tuesday podcast, that is the APFC Commissioner's Corner. Today, we have a special guest. We are going to be interviewing our guy, uh, Mr. First Place of the All-Pro Fantasy Club, Dan. How's it going, Dan? What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? We're doing good. Glad to have you. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. You know, let them know where you're from, how many years you've been playing. Glad to be on. Uh, I'm Dan from Houston. Been in the uh, APFC for going on the last six years. Uh, unceremoniously, a uh, two-time sacco holder. That was about like two, like three <laughs> or four years ago. So, yeah, the, making making moves this year. Probably off to my my best start. Uh, up until yeah this past week but still making moves still making moves all right guys uh dan he's he's being a little shy he's a little calm right now usually he's <laughs> an animal okay so don't let this guy fool you uh we're gonna go ahead. hey my, my Tourette's is calming down my Tourette's is calming down <laughs> all right we're gonna jump right into the questions for you dan so i hope you're ready <clears throat> first thing we want to ask you is how did you come up with your fantasy football team name the one that matt doesn't dare to speak on our show. <laughs> Listen, Amaline stood in solidarity with me. Solidarity with me last week. Come on, man. It's it's not that hard, bro. It's not Plead that a hard. fifth. Uh, Plead a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I came up with it from. No, but what's uh, the name? What's what's guess, the name? Um, so, <laughs> the name is Nagger Haters, bro. <laughs> Cause nobody, nobody likes a nagger, bro. Nobody likes a nagger. I, I got it from an episode on South Park, bro. Uh, so, if you ain't thinking, if you ain't thinking right, yeah, it'll sound different. But yeah, it's it's far from that. It's far from yeah. that. 
Well, you know, South Park has aired 10 seasons since then, so you could, anytime you want to update the name, feel free. <laughs> yeah, that was the last season I kept up with it. So. <laughs> All right, Dan, have you made any trades yeah. this season? And if so, how have they turned out? Yeah, actually, I made two, two trades, and surprisingly enough, uh, they went through. Um, <laughs> I'd probably yeah. say um, the first trade... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm standing my ground on it. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. Uh, I'd probably say I'm, I'm comfortable on both. Uh, yeah, okay. I'd say that. All right. Question three. How did you feel when your, I think it was third round pick, Jarek McKinnon was injured? Oof, yeah, that was, uh, that was tough. I had to, uh, I guess, go back to the drawing board pretty quick since uh, I was I was basically being vultured by the whole league, <laughs> trying to get talked into trading <laughs> when I didn't need that. You know, off a four no record, hey, I think I, I turned out just fine compared to a lot of other people. So you did go back to the drawing board. It was right, and uh, the first player you picked <laughs> up was Antonio Gates. Um, <laughs> right after you lost your star running back, what's up with that? Hey man, sometimes if you don't think about it, it makes perfect sense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that might explain the answer to your next question. What is the method to your madness? You seem to be on a roll this season, so uh, shed some more hey, light on the situation, please. It's 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 the same thing I've done. I just don't know why this this season it's worked out a lot better than past seasons. But uh, yeah, I just try to keep it simple and. You know, you guys may not agree with it, but hey, it's it's working. It's working for me this season. He's a leader, guys. He's an innovator. All right. <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> if you don't listen to me, do not listen to me, bro. <laughs> Question six. Oh, we lost our music. Hold on. Question six. If you could trade your home team's NFL players with another NFL team's players, what team would it be? And I'm talking staff, GM, and coaches as well. That's uh, probably something I've never really given much thought into, bro. Uh, well, I'm glad we got uh, got rid of Rick Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, basically just one organization for another, including players. What team would you want? I think he's saying he would trade literally anyone for Rick Smith. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, that guy might hit it, hit it right on the head on that one, man. All right, we'll roll with that then. Question seven. If there was a thing in your league you could change, what would it be? Uh, be, How much time hey, you got? Hey, be, <laughs> be honest, all right? If you, want to, if you want to change the commission, you could go ahead and say it. Bro, everybody yeah. secretly loves me, right? <laughs> Just stop it. No, no, not really. No, nobody, nobody looks out for anybody in this fucking league. Well, whoops, whatever. Um, <laughs> good grief, everybody! Everybody's just like quick to quick to pull pull quick moves on everybody, and like, yeah. dude, if, if if you're not if you're not careful, you can fall into a panic. Easy, easy. So, <laughs> so is that what you hey, would, sometimes, uh, that would, that's what you would change in the league, you know, make it more friendlier? Is that what it'd be? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I never, I never said that. I, I like the competition. I'm just, I'm just very, very more observant uh, than, 
than definitely before, <laughs> if ever. But yeah, so, I like how I like how Dan dances around my questions. You know, <laughs> I haven't got an answer here. But we'll move nah, on. I'd probably, I'd probably I'd probably say if anything, um, sheesh. Um, I don't know, that's a toughie. That's a toughie, man. All right, we'll, we'll um, circle back to that one, all right? Gotcha. Question eight. How many APFC sackles do you think you will retire with? <laughs> just just those two. Just those two. <laughs> How many uh, APFC championships do you think you'll retire with? I'm, I'm hoping to match the sackles just to balance out. So, so two. I mean, a, a wash. I like that. A wash. That's fair. That's a good, modest push, answer. Push. <laughs> All right. Question nine. If you had to drop a person from your league, from your eight, you know, if you had to drop a person from All Pro Fantasy Club and replace him with an animal, who would it be and what animal would you replace him with? Um, definitely Frank. Frank Brown. <laughs> definitely Frank He's Brown. He's three for three. Um, what animal would you replace him with? animal. Shit, that's a good question. Probably, uh... What are you? Uh, damn, bro. Probably like a like a red-eared turtle, bro. Just a just a keeper turtle, bro. Turtle. A red-eared turtle. Yeah. Those are the ones like, that look, are, look good at racing, right? Yeah, yeah. Take them down to Midtown. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Question ten: Which fantasy football friend slash enemy are you likely to collude with, and why? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I, we don't want you to lie. I think, I think highly of Stat Guy's Matt's proposals because straight up he's a straight shooter, and <laughs> he, he definitely doesn't lowball you, and he'll he'll hey, he'll keep it straight on that one, man. Hey, and uh, and also and also uh, he has a short temper, and he'll throw he'll throw them hands, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, he'll be quick. Yeah, we got to circle back on that. I don't. What, what is? I don't know that story. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what story? You don't remember because you were drunk on our draft night. <laughs> oh, that was that was that was a fun night. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He wasn't drunk, guys. He. Uh, never mind. Let's not get into that. <laughs> All right. Uh, quest, question eleven: If there were such things as fantasy football police, who would be the first person in your league to be arrested, and why? Party, party, Frank. <laughs> Party Frank for his outlandish ass uh, proposals, offers. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, like, literally, you get two misdemeanors and then it becomes a more serious each one. Come on, man. Frank. Yeah. Solicitation for Frank. Frank Brown, you're such a delinquent. Goodness. No, what, what was that? Stagger Man? Solicitation. That's what yeah. we could pick Frank up on. He's constantly soliciting business that no one is asking for. <laughs> like, like, literally, all the time. <laughs> All right. If you can wake up one day and be a football player, who would you be and why? Um, I'd probably say, uh, what, current or past? Don't matter. Doesn't matter. Don't matter? Um, I'd probably say uh, Tony Gonzalez, man, because he was a beast. Damn, that brings me to my next question. <laughs> <laughs> question number 13. <laughs> Why do you love tight ends and kickers so much? Hey, like I said, you don't you don't have to understand what I'm doing, but hey, if it's if it's working for me, it's working for me, man. <laughs> I love that shit. All right, I, I think we should start adding like kicker to the flex. 
You know, maybe have two kickers. <laughs> we, can, we can have Dan call in every week. Give us a kicker pick. Yeah. My, my, my sleeper, dog. My sleeper. Hmm. Dan's kicker pick of the week. Dan, are you available for Thursday, Thursday podcast? I got I got I got to move some things around, but yeah, get, get back at me uh, Wednesday Wednesday morning. I'll let you know. All right, all right. What will the autobiography of your career be called when you retire from fantasy football? Damn, I didn't know it was that serious, bro. <laughs> Damn, you really thought ahead on this one. I did. I did. Um. I don't know, it'd probably, it'd probably, it would probably be some like low budget movie that would come from like, you know, an off like FXX on like Tuesday night. Um, as far as the name, I don't know, it'd probably be called like shit, shenanigans <laughs> or something. Shenanigans, okay. How about tight ends and kickers? I like oh, that. Can, can you, can you kick it? <laughs> can you kick it? There you go. There it is. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. All right. That's all we got for you, Dan. I appreciate that. That's all but good, man. We do want you to stick around for our next segment. Bro talk. So, jumping into that, um, you know, this is, we're just giving you guys tips. We want you to be better. We want you to win a championship. And, you know, the advice we got for you today that we'll have Dan weigh on in a bit is when you're trading, don't overthink when someone is willing to overpay. What do you think about that, Dan? Um, yeah, if if you're if you're gonna think of a trade, you gotta definitely stand your ground and be firm with it. You know, don't don't second guess the trade, much less don't second guess yourself. But I mean if someone's willing to, you know, overpay, then hey, let them. So Yeah. I think I think when someone's willing to overpay, it's always reason to be suspicious. You should definitely make sure you do your homework when someone's willing to overpay. But if there's nothing out there, yeah, don't overthink it. Take it. Yeah, and I agree with that too. Especially if you're the one with leverage that, you know, you got the key player. And if you're feeling like, you know, they hit their, you know, their peak and you're trying to dump them on somebody, hey, all for it, man. Go for it. Yeah, and if you if you could uh, and if, if if you're overpaying me and I hit the okay button, it's just it's just a good good for me. So don't overthink it and, and make sure you, you you hit that button and take that overpay quick. Yeah, I think it's always important too to make sure that you're paying for projected value and not what a guy has done to this point in the season. I think a lot of guys get caught up looking at where a guy is ranked right now or how many points he's put up to this point. And there are a lot of, I'll just say there are a lot of resources out there for projecting continued value into the season. So if it looks like you're overpaying, that's a great way to, to flip a guy is, is, is to trade a guy when he's hot for somebody who's, who's just starting up. I mean, if somebody wanted to give me, or I have a $10 bill and they're like, Hey, do you want my $10 bill and my $1 bill? Uh, yeah, I do. Go ahead and give that to me. You know, I mean, it's as simple as that. I don't know how else to put it. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm not giving you a $20 bill for a $10 bill and a $1 bill either. Right, right, right. Of course not. Are you, are you shooting <laughs> slugs at me, you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, right. but, but like, you know, go back to it. If somebody wants to overpay, do your due diligence. And if it makes sense, you do it, Okay. You're the only person that knows how you, how you want your team to look like in the future. All right. So there it goes. I like it. And that concludes. Bro talk.
All right. Well, it's that time of the show. You know, you know what happens when the when the theme music comes on. I talk about <laughs> Facebook, which uh, you should already know about. Week seventeen fantasy, YouTube. Week seventeen fantasy, Twitter. Week seventeen fantasy. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on all these podcast thingies that carry podcasts. And uh, you know, Stat comes in, says a couple of things, and Amelie does his thing and does whatever he does, and then we. You know, do it. Right, Stat? That's right. And my thing is encouraging all of you to submit your questions. In our Thursday episode, we've got uh, uh, we've got everyone's favorite segment, Ask Week 17, coming up. Make sure you submit your questions. You can head on over to week17fantasy.com. Find the link there. All right, guys. I want to talk about Mr. Drew Mother Mother Breeze, okay? Uh, special shout-out to him, Austin, Texas born. Uh, he broke Peyton Manning's NFL passing yardage record, and now he's over 72K passing yards for his career. Nice, nice. I should I should have uh, queued up the hand claps, but uh, sorry, Breeze, but congratulations. Do y'all rank Breeze as a top five all-time quarterback? Mm, possibly. Possibly. We'll see when it's all said and done. I think he needs another Super Bowl. He's got numbers, though. Yep. All right, guys. Eagles, Giants, Thursday night football. Who y'all got? Let's let's let let's make uh, Dan get the pick first. What do you think, Dan? Um, I'll go with the Eagles, man. Yeah, yeah. it's a good good bet. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles too, man. Even though they're uh, they're struggling a little bit, but I think they'll be able to get the Giants number. Yeah, Super Bowl champs, tough to argue with that. I think the Giants, I mean, they've looked, they've had some bad luck. Let's just, let's at least say that. They're one and four, but um, I think that uh, I'm looking here, the Giants are getting more betting action this week. So I'll, I'll be a betting man and go with the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Giants as well. I feel like they kind of turned it on or they found their rhythm against that Panthers defense. It's actually pretty good. So I'd say Giants. Well, the only win they got was against the Texans. I guess that concludes the show. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. You know, we love having our listeners. Make sure you submit your questions like Stat said. We want to thank Dan for joining us today. And we will see you guys Thursday. Peace. Later.